so I've just been obsessed with Star Wars. I've just been, <laughs> I've just been like gobbling up all the Star Wars shit lately. It's uh, really bad. Yeah, I, like I can't stop myself. Yeah, it's hard to stop because I feel like the new movie is just. Yeah. It's like this obsession that's been with me my whole life, but it like gets rekindled every couple of years whenever yeah. there's, there's new stuff that comes out. Yeah. And then everyone's like, wait, you like Star Wars? Why are you posting so much about Star Wars? Like, they don't even know. I'm like, you, you, you don't even know how much of a fucking geek I've been my whole life me. for Star Wars. <laughs> you don't know my life. <laughs> like, I'm here for it. I, I do love Star Wars, but I've never been, like, a huge obsessive fan over it. But I do enjoy it. And them a lot like a lot so yeah i'm not like one of those nerds that okay i was i was just trying to find a fact the other night because i swore that i remember there being something in the movie that a character said and i was trying to find that like the exact line and instead of finding that fact i just found a bunch of nerds in a forum <laughs> trying to calculate the distance between planets based oh on like fictional <sighs> accounts um, and like I, encyclopedias and stuff and i'm like just fucking stop no like i see the thing is i don't want to judge anyone for the things they enjoy <laughs> no they're fucking but, nerds but also who gives a shit <laughs> just please guys come on <laughs> no i know i'm like it's more of the manner in which they do it, you know, like, yeah. oh, no, you fool, you peasant, you absolute <laughs> amateur. It's actually 5,000 light years to Kashyyyk, not 4,950. Like it, it, it's, just, it's a very weird, like, way for some people, I think, to kind of, like, be able to bully others because yeah. they get bullied. Yeah, they're like, well, I know, I know more about this than you do. You know? It's like, it's like, just give me this one thing, man, just this one thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I understand nice. it, but it's also like, I would feel way less judgy about it if the people who did that sort of thing were just some people having a good time and not some people just trying to like lord stuff over other people. Yeah, I agree for sure. Um. So I guess, like, we're kind of in the right vein talking about Star Wars first, talking about Back to the Future, right? Yeah, science fiction, yo. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm Lena. I'm Jackie. And this is Why Haven't You Watched That? I haven't seen back to the future but i sure know a lot about it <laughs> the flux capacitor I... the delorean the uh, dog i <laughs> forgot that there was a dog because the dog isn't in it that much yeah i still i honestly what i am still shocked you had not seen this movie until now yeah <laughs> i don't it's... even know how that's possible <laughs> it's just one that kind of went over my head i guess like it's it's another one that's everybody knows it so I didn't feel the need to watch it, I guess. Yeah. Do you, you know? How did it line up with your expectations? Like, what were you expecting from it um, exactly? I think that a lot of what I know about the series is from the second one. Yeah. So I didn't really expect anything for this one. Um, <laughs> like, I, I, 
I knew that the stuff that I knew about was from the second one, so I didn't really know anything about this one. Yeah, we will have to do the second one at some point because it's a good it's a good one. The yeah. third one, I seen it. I don't remember anything from it, <laughs> so like I don't. <laughs> so it might be shitty. It, I mean, I'm sure it's like fine. It's probably the least strong of the trilogy would be my guess if I barely remember it yeah. and haven't watched it again. The thing with this movie too is like I have seen it like many times, but it's always been at different points. Like it'll just be on TV and I'll be like, oh, it's Back to the Future, and then I'll put it on. But I always miss the beginning every yeah. time. Every time I miss the beginning, and when I was watching it this time, I was like, wow, this actually starts off pretty slow and quiet. Yeah, compared to the rest of the movie, like it really builds up momentum. Which is one of the things that's great about it, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, the opening was a lot more like artistic, I guess, than I thought it would be. Um, yeah. Like, we don't see um, Marty's face for quite some time in that opening. Yeah, we see, and, like, a bunch of clocks and, like, some devices. Yeah. And it, it, really, it really sets it up nicely. Yeah, it tells a whole kind of story just in that first maybe two minutes of the opening. Yeah, and so like no one's even in the frame and no yeah. dialogue's happening. It's all just set up with the props in the set. And yeah. <laughs> Which is always interesting in sci-fi because I feel like a lot of sci-fi is really campy. And they're not going for like any sort of artistic subtext or no. subtlety or no, anything. No, no. They, they, they tend to not do that. Yeah. And like because... My favorite kind of science fiction is the kind that basically this movie, which is everything else is, like, pretty normal, but then there's just this one thing that's not normal, and everything kind of jump shoots off of that. That's the kind of stories I enjoy in regards to science fiction. Uh, most of the time, I, Star Wars isn't science fiction, really. It's more space fantasy than science fiction. Yeah, um, I think it's space opera. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so in that respect, that also kind of like sets that apart for me too, and why I tend to enjoy it more than like more hard science fiction. Like we were just talking about like those nerds who like everything is just <laughs> about the science and everything's just about all the technical stuff. And like that stuff's great to a certain extent, but it's like, I don't understand why anyone like people get so much enjoyment out of that when it's not really a story. You're just building the world very much a lot of like good world building in this story too with like a <clears throat> ah, excuse me <laughs> in regards to like the delorean and the time machine and the way time travel works <laughs> and all that stuff it's all set up very nicely and the great thing about back to the future is everything that is set up in this movie is paid off later in some way the callbacks are great uh like when he's like driving on the truck on the skateboard in the beginning and then happens again in 1955 yeah. and that sort of thing and there's no loose ends. There's no, like, unexplained things. Yeah, that is really nice. And I agree. I think that's this kind of the reason why I never really got into Star Trek yeah. or a couple of the other sci-fi movies. Um, everything is, like, too up its ass about, <laughs> like, this is the world that we live in. And this is, we're in this, like... I don't know, I feel like there's, for me, certain people are really girl, g girled, <laughs> good at world building, <laughs> and certain people, it just seems very pretentious. Yeah, that, no that, that, they that is the word I was looking for, pretentious. Like, there's yeah. a difference between, like, building the world and just showing off how much world building you did. Like, if you're mm -hmm. really actually good at storytelling 
and like making like this other stuff and all of that it's gonna you're the audience isn't gonna notice you get what i'm saying like it's just gonna just yeah. gonna reveal itself naturally over time as opposed to like i remember once uh i started reading this one fanfic for sherlock uh, and it was like a really, it was a really famous fanfic and everybody loved it. And like, it was like an alternate universe kind of thing where like Sherlock and John were like actors and not like, I don't know. I just, I decided to give it a try cause I don't usually read fanfic anymore. And I could tell that this person had done a lot of research about how films get made and like all the processes behind it, all the technical terms. I'm like, this is great, but like, you're just like basically listing all of the things that you found out as opposed to just kind of letting it develop organically in the story. And I think it's a trap a lot of people fall into when they're trying to write something because they put in so much work. It's a lot of work doing that research and all that stuff, but you gotta, you gotta pull back. You gotta pull back from the urge to just kind of go, look what I did. Look at what I found out. And because it doesn't serve the story. Like it's like, I feel like the worst is when they come up with their own, language or their own slang or vernacular you know like i've read a lot of books set in the future where they just have like the dumbest fucking slang (laughs) and you're just like imagining you know i don't care if it's 50 or 100 years from now i'm imagining someone saying that out loud to me and me just laughing at my face so like it doesn't read well and it's like in movies too when people like they don't overdo it usually too much in star wars but there's plenty of movies where people speak like alien dialects that they've made up yeah and they're trying to make like british people (laughs) speak this alien dialect and it just sounds goofy and it it doesn't work for me yeah yeah, there's also like a problem i have with like fantasy a lot too like um like with fantasy novels and stuff like that like there is a yeah. lot of world building involved in that and a lot of the times i just wind up not being able to follow what's going on because i'm like wait what is this place i don't know how to yeah. pronounce this word let me try to figure it out and so it's yeah. definitely hard a lot more difficult for me personally to get into it I, I agree. I think that's another reason why I never got into Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, that's a huge reason. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord of the Rings. Um, <laughs> I still I still have not seen the last one. The la- Me either. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that should be one of the ones we do where neither of us have seen it. Yeah, uh. because I've seen the first two. And, like, when I was a kid, I used to always fall asleep right toward the end of both of those the second yeah. one fucking sucks it's so boring i'm uh, sorry it, to any I agree. lord of the rings fans the, i'm offending the, but. the only part of the second movie i really enjoyed was uh Treebeard. <laughs> i love i yeah. love him but other than that i don't remember anything else that happened in that film it's it's it got like super political and like game of thrones <laughs> like <laughs> all right so did you like it i did i um Everybody was a jerk, though, and I don't like movies where everyone is a jerk, yeah. so it's, like, probably not one that I'll revisit Yeah. because I don't like when people are nasty in movies like this, oh, like, where just you're everyone gonna, is You're going to have a wild time watching the second one. <laughs> uh, just, like, everyone was such a dick, and, like, everyone let everybody else be a dick. My 
okay first of all i just a quick note before we like zoom into the scene that i'm about to talk about okay. when they're going into the high school there's some graffiti that says smegma which i just wanted to call <laughs> attention to <laughs> Um, but the fucking principal, I, I my notes are like, stop fucking touching your student. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, you cannot put yeah. your hands on a student as an administrator of a school. Like, he's like touching noses yeah. to him almost. The, the, and then like, the, that was the, what the weird fuck? thing with 80s movies, man, is these teachers yeah. and administrators who are way too aggressive and like, yeah. way too in the like in Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller and the Breakfast Club and all that stuff. It's like. Like, that's fucking illegal. <laughs> like, that's why we have all of the rules now that we do yeah. about that kind of stuff. And, like, parents now are like, oh, the kids can't even give their teacher a hug if they like their teacher. And it's like, yeah, because fucking this kind of shit happened. Yeah. Like, it's assholes ruining just everything. Slammed as against usual. lockers and shit. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's just so weird to watch. It's like, and it's also, it's like your father never amounts to anything. It's like, whoa, dude. Yeah. Maybe like don't back talk it up. about my fucking family. <laughs> a couple cases, dude. And And like what is it just about the eighties movies in general where they're like telling all the kids you're a failure, you're a slacker? It's like, do you just like you guys just like real upset about Vietnam still or something? Maybe. Like you guys just like really fixated on failure, so you have to like project that on the children that you're teaching or like raising. Because <laughs> calm the fuck down. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 like you've been tardy four times. That means that you're never gonna amount to anything in your life. Yeah, like fuck off. Like four, like especially like four times and like and in like this takes place in what October? All right. To be fair, four times in two months is kind of a lot but not really <laughs> listen i was tardy so much because my parents were late to everything and they always made me late to school and i always seemed to sneak out of tardiness for the most part like getting written up and stuff like that uh but if they had actually like had any bearing on my academics and shit like my grades would have gone down because of that not because i was late but because like i was getting like punished yeah. for it or whatever you know what i mean because usually that kind of shit is like, oh, you're suspended. It's like, okay, so my punishment for not showing up to school on time is not showing up to school at all? <laughs> yeah, a lot of... Makes no yeah, sense. it doesn't. A lot of things in schools don't make any sense. <laughs> no, no. We could talk about that forever. Yeah, we could. But let's not. But yeah, I was late like, all the fucking time to school, and I was like a straight-A student, so... Yeah. Like, an interesting thing about this movie, I felt like, is the contrast between the town in the 80s and the town in the 50s. Like, the town in the 50s is, like, at least, like, on the surface level, it's presented as, like, this ideal idyllic place and everything is really clean and neat. And then you get to the 80s and, like like you said, the school's covered in graffiti. There's a homeless bum sitting on a bench. And yeah. considering this was made in the 80s, it's kind of, like, revealing of the filmmakers and how they view the current time versus the 50s, like, with, through that nostalgia lens. Because there was some fucked up shit in the 50s, too. I don't think the 50s yeah, were any, obviously. like, cleaner or nicer than they were in the 80s. It just took no. a different form. I thought it was really interesting that in the 50s, they, everyone seemed, like, fairly chill except for the very end when there's a slur thrown at the guy yeah. with like all the black people you know <laughs> like yeah I, i'm like oh wow everyone's like i i, I, I mean because <laughs> the thing is you can kind of like I, I i get why they didn't go there with this because that's a whole other topic <laughs> that this yeah. movie wasn't trying like they hinted at it enough where like it was like black people only in like servile positions 
and then like the one guy was like a black man's never going to be mayor that's ridiculous and that sort of thing yeah so- which like and we know that he is but still it's like you see him being like yes sir you know and i mean he's saying like oh i'm not going to be in this slop house forever but still at the same time it's like that kind of stereotypical role that yeah i feel like people got I, shoved into yeah. and then at the end too um when he's like playing yeah guitar that's and um they call up <laughs> that was and what... he was like oh chuck berry yeah that was like that's fucked up whole thing i wanted to get into which was yeah a white... we'll, we'll get into that a little yeah, later we'll, yeah, we'll get into that what the... yeah because we'll definitely talk about that there's so there's a lot to say about that there is a lot uh... <laughs> yeah and um <laughs> I have a note. Oh no. That's just like, is this movie racist? And then on the very next line, yes, in regard to the Libyans yeah. yelling in Arabic and it's like yeah. being like goofy caricatures. Yeah, that part it was, was just bad. uncomfortable. And like again, like I said, like I would normally miss like the very beginning of the movie. And so I mm-hmm. that part was always like glossed over in my own head. And I, I have yeah, I seen like it. No one knows that. Yeah, and like watching it again now, I was like, "Ooh, yikes, yikes." Yeah, yeah. I feel like no one really thinks about that when they think about this movie. But there's always like in '80s movies, I feel like there, there's a lot of um. There's always something anti. <laughs> I feel like for '80s up to now, there's been a lot of anti Middle Eastern sentiment oh, like it's definitely. been it's been that constant it's it's very yeah because <laughs> like you the thing is when you think about like uh now uh anti middle east anti-muslim all that stuff you associate it so much with 9-11 that mm-hmm. especially because we're a bit younger and we didn't like grow up in the 80s obviously but like you think of the 80s you think like oh anti-russia anti-communist you don't really think about any other prejudices people might have had around that time towards other countries yeah so it's i don't know where i was going with that but yes (laughs) (laughs) it's just something to think about i I feel like the reagan administration had a lot to do oh yeah all of that yeah speaking of reagan (laughs) Yeah. yeah, one of the things I remember uh, hearing was they showed this movie to him to make sure he wasn't, like, offended by it. But apparently, like, you know, the part where Doc Brown's like, oh, Reagan's never going to be president. He's an actor. And yeah, and no, it's appar- just like a no, fact. Yeah, he, he got like a real kick out of that. Apparently, he thought it was hilarious. Oh, yeah, he, and- oh I'm so glad this movie made him happy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, that also made me think about how if we time traveled to, like, like 25 years and be like donald trump's gonna be president we'd be like that's fucking stupid (laughs) yeah but here we are today yay (sighs) i feel like it's markedly worse than reagan being president to be honest at least reagan had been a politician for a while but anyway anyway (laughs) i mean I f- I don't even I don't even want to get into all of that because I don't know, I don't know enough about politics like prior to me being alive. <laughs> Re- Honestly, I like just, I can assure you, Reagan was awful, but he was bad. But <laughs> I only uh, I, I Trump is just the worst in regards to like everything. So Reagan mm-hmm. at least had some level of competency about Decorum. him, and like he was actually like pretty charming. And he actually, like, um, 
was again wasn't an incompetent buffoon so and yeah. he didn't surround that's and almost he, and more he, dangerous and he did though. not surround himself with incompetent buffoons so yeah but that's almost more dangerous when it comes to, to stuff yeah. of anyway let's stop being yeah. depressing okay <laughs> all right so it's just who i am <laughs> uh so oh when we're still back in the 80s i said before realizing who the actors were yeah Chris i was Van like Glover. his parents Chris. being like they're being played by people 15 years older than they should be and then i realized oh they are because yeah. they're yeah in Chris Van Glover <laughs> is only like three years older than michael j fox and oh, michael j so fox weird. was only like like i think him and uh leah Margola, i think that's how you pronounce their name or no 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 wait am i thinking of something else i don't know but the woman who played his mom <laughs> she was like they're the same age I feel like her name is Lisa, but I'm not sure if so I'm going to look it up. Yeah. Boop, bop, boop. Please hold. <laughs> uh, Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson. Yeah, I was naming someone I know in real life. I just realized. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Tell them to listen to the podcast. Be like, we mentioned you, my name. And your address is, and your phone number is. <laughs> this is the place you work. Uh, yeah. But... It was, like, like again, because I missed the beginning so many times, I didn't realize that, like, the mom in the beginning of the movie was like, oh, I never, you know, parked in cars, and I never was oh a my slut God. when I was a girl. And then, like, meanwhile... She's so thirsty. She, she is so horny. It's like, <laughs> she straight up took <laughs> off his pants, dude. <laughs> I know. Like, what was that? Like, that's, like, practically a sexual assault. It is. And that whole, obviously, that whole thing with Marty and his mom oh god it's so creepy it is very creepy and like when he's trying to like psych himself up in the car to like try to like oh assault his mom i'm like marty oh no and so, yeah there's a lot of weirdness around that kind of shit there's a lot of movie oedipal complex except not really yeah. because he's not actually attracted to his mother so like it's just yeah it, it, all of that was just, that's what i was just like i have notes all throughout about that like, she's like, girls chasing boys? That's insane. And then at the fucking end, when she's like, oh, I'm smoking, I'm drinking, I'm parking in cars, I've totally done this before, I know where I've been, why are you so fucking nervous? And I was like, see, this is what's wrong with America. All these women, <laughs> yeah. so thirsty for literally any dick, they all get stuck with shitty men and made shitty kids <laughs> because they are, like, suppressing their sexuality because people tell them that it's bad and they're not allowed to be sexual, so they're just like ooh, I'm going to make some mistakes and be a bad girl, but then I have to settle down and, like, or just, like, not satisfy any of your urges at all and you just find somebody that you want to have sex with so bad that you have to marry them and then you're like, oh, well, okay, (laughs) that's it. (laughs) That's it. I I 100% agree. That was pretty much what I was going to say about it, so. (laughs) It's so aggravating. It really is. It so is. And I thought it was, like, this movie gets, like, it, it's like a classic, and it's kind of viewed as, like, a family film, but, like, it, Biff was straight oh up gosh. gonna rape her. He <laughs> was about to rape her. And at the end of the movie, when they go back to the future, yeah. and he's like, uh, oh, he's such here's, a like, your attempted racist, 
attempted racist i mean he was (laughs) he was an actual racist an attempted rapist Uh, here's your attempted rapist like cleaning my car so that i can feel good about me it's like maybe think about your fucking wife's feelings because like she's probably a little bit not okay with that Yeah, and and crispin glover just being like oh he's such a character always trying to get away with something it's like dude yeah dude what the fuck and then she's like oh we'd never would have gotten together if it weren't for him it's like yeah because he tried to fucking rape you like what that's not okay it's not all right i mean that's insane it really is it's one thing it would be one thing if the both of them were like haha biff is watching waxing our car what a fucking asshole make him do it again you know it'd be a little bit if it had like a that whole thing had like a different tone to it it would have been easier for me to kind of like swallow but the fact it's like oh that wacky biff he's such a harmless guy and it's like yikes guys yeah (laughs) like it's just because crispin glover wants to feel like a big guy yeah it's like 803 (laughs) (laughs) why is your grandfather clock going off at 803 (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) it's a maybe it's three minutes behind i don't know uh (laughs) and like another all right this is I always time travel movies. I love time travel, but I feel like in most things with time travel, there winds up being some kind of paradox because, right? So Mm -hmm. Marty, like this film, it's pretty solid for the most part with the time travel. The thing that really gets me is the fact that Marty winds up back in the eighties again and everything's different. He has no memory of all the things that are different. He doesn't remember, like, a whole bunch of things have happened in his life, and he has no idea about any of them. Oh, yeah. So, this is clearly, like, an alternate timeline that's happened. Like, he's creating, like, alternate yeah. timelines and stuff. But what about the original timeline? What's going to happen with that one? I think <laughs> it must be the, like, the multiverse yeah. theory of time where you do split off into different timelines. I think that's how it is in The Flash, too, because anytime they go to different dimensions or times or earth or whatever they don't know what their counterparts there have been through or whatever Um, imagine like living the rest of your life and like like i'm gonna assume most things are basically the same because he still has his girlfriend and she everything's the same with her just like a lot of the surface stuff is different but like there must have been if his dad is now a author who seems to be doing well apparently considering how nice Mm -hmm. their house is and his siblings have led totally different lives, apparently. And you would think that he would be a completely different person, yeah. Because part of like his entire personality is because of who his parents were. Exactly. They, like, were kind of little shitty wimps. Yeah, and you know that was. It, I thought that was actually a really cool theme to explore, which is like a coming of age story for the protagonist. That is also a coming of age story for the parents and they both just kind of like are able to help each other at the same time at the same age and just kind of like grow together and like the parents grow because of the kid and the kid grows because of the parents yeah so i thought that was really cool but again the whole reason though he is the way he is the thing is watching this again like in the next two movies he gets called like chicken and like all this other stuff but that doesn't happen in this movie and mm-hmm. again, it's like does he would have a totally different personality if he had gone through all of it again, if somehow 
Like, if he had all the memories of the new timeline in the 80s, I feel like he yeah. would have had a completely different personality. Or not completely different, but different enough. That it would make a difference, uh, yeah. and they would notice he was acting strangely. Or yeah. there'll be things they'll bring up, and he'll be like, what are you talking about? They'll be like, dude, that happened, like, last year. How do you not remember that? And mm-hmm. so... They'd be like, are you okay? Do you have amnesia? <laughs> like marty's acting weird <laughs> so i think it is really interesting with time travel in movies and i remembered seeing an image like really like really recently that said that there's three types of time travel in movies and i just found that and according to this at least it says that um back to the future is a dynamic timeline saying in a dynamic timeline altered events in the past have definite impacts on the present for example if you travel back in time and kill your grandfather you also prevent your own birth and your eventual trip back in time in turn your grandfather is never killed and you are born again only to go back in time and kill your grandfather anyway this loop continues infinitely and creates paradox which i don't know if maybe they're thinking of back to the future too because it didn't seem like paradox no. because then yeah that I, it wouldn't have changed the future that, yeah that's definitely a reference to the second one I feel like yeah because again the paradox thing is like okay he goes back to the past and he prevents his dad from getting hit by the car which would cause mm-hmm. his own unexistence but then if he hadn't he got helps them get together yeah it doesn't it doesn't add up it doesn't yeah, add I up i don't think that <laughs> i don't think that does yeah and it's not like the um like the uh, prisoner of azkaban type yeah. where like time is a Time is a circle. Yeah, that's... You know, and <laughs> see, I rem- Oh, man. I'm glad you brought that up because that's actually, like, my favorite version of time travel. Is like, ev- it happened too. the same way both times. You mm-hmm. just didn't know what was going on behind the scenes. There was a series of books that I used to read called Daughters of the Moon, and one of the characters could travel in time, and that was the theory that they went with, too, was that it was, like, a lake or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I always liked it there, too. Um and I like the multiverse or whatever theory, yeah. the the kind of like, I described it in high school one time as like a spirograph. Like you have time as a circle, but then different choices happen along that circle. Yeah. And from each point on that circle, it splits off into another circle and it so. looks like this big fucking spirograph. So if you think about it, every decision you make creates an alternate timeline. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, future. Like, should I eat this toast? Uh, if you don't eat it, then your mother gets cancer. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Somehow. That's horrifying. What a horrifying way to live your life. Like, what if there was some... Okay, I'm claiming intellectual property on what I'm about to say, so any of you fuckers that listen to this podcast steal this. Copyright leader. I'll come after you. Um, and I forgot what I was going to say, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Classic Lita. <laughs> no, 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 no. I remember. I remembered oh. as I was laughing. That's all you need sometimes is to just have a good laugh about something. It's, it fixes everything. No, um, if in some sort of sci-fi movie, people were aware of their choices, like how, you know, in, well, I don't, you don't really play video games that much, but a lot of the choice-based video games lately, like Life is Strange and even some of like the Bethesda games and shit, where you know when you're making a serious decision there's like a crazy noise and mm. it's like do you do this or do you do this and you pick one and it changes everything 
and there's like all these smaller choices that sort of affect things but what if like in real life in some sort of sci-fi movie you actually <laughs> in real life in a sci-fi um you like actually knew when you're about to make a big decision yeah, so like, like that noise comes probably, up <laughs> Yeah, like eating toast is not that big of a deal, but like one day you're like, oh, do you eat uh, with your family or do you eat at home alone? And that thing comes up and it's like, Jew! It's like, oh my and God, why like, is this important? Why is this important? What's going to yeah, happen? What's and, great? Like, can you imagine? Uh, <laughs> like, it it, could I be... feel like that's life with anxiety to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, it's true. Because like, every time I send Chris out to the store like with the dog alone to, to take her down to the park or something like that, I'm like, what if because I'm not with them this time something bad happens and yep. if I was there I could have prevented <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. So it's horrible. You do know what it feels like already. <laughs> <laughs> but if it was like you actually at the end of your life could see how your choices impacted everything hey, that would be insane hey, maybe maybe you could maybe you will you don't know what happens when you die maybe we can we're getting real deep with this uh, honestly <laughs> i hope that there is nothing after we die because like i'm fucked if any of the afterlifes in religion exist yeah. like i'm I, going straight listen, to hell all, all, <laughs> all i want is to be able to see who fucking shows up to my funeral that's all i want to know <laughs> that's it i just want to be a ghost at the funeral and be like all oh, these none of these fuckers came no <laughs> honestly i've been to quite a few weddings and funerals in the past couple of years and most of them have been fairly small and i feel like that's like normal yeah no you know not even just the funeral itself anybody gets together for like some kind of memorial or a wake situation i want to see everyone's reactions to me dying <laughs> I want people to cry. That's fucked up, I want, Jackie. <laughs> I want people to be upset. <laughs> Excuse I me. Mean, they will be, but like also I want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, we're like maxing out the volume on my scream oh. laughs. There was a lot of scream laughing today. We had a very funny day, and I don't even remember half the jokes that we oh, made. Oh, no. That's why you got to write it down. I know. The, well, the one, we were grocery shopping, and they had tarragon, which I it's the first time I've ever seen tarragon in the herb oh. aisle. And so I was like, hey, tarragon, girl. And I like threw it at Chris, and he goes, yeah, just like Tara and Buffy. And I was like, oh, that's sad. <laughs> it's like, she you made dies. me sad. It's <laughs> Uh, oh one of my notes <laughs> the weird way marty falls asleep is like i wrote nice butt marty oh, yeah. <laughs> like his ass is just like up in the air i'm like and his like arm is like crooks behind his back i'm like what are you doing man <laughs> falls asleep like this <laughs> chris commented on that too and i was like he's had a very long couple days <laughs> he just passed out that's just it's he's he's okay <laughs> So, do you want to have Trivia Corner? Yeah, let's do it. Because I'm curious if uh, Michael J. Fox can actually play the guitar and sing. I don't know if uh, I'm going that to... That was uh, not him singing. I do know that. Um, it says musician Mark Campbell yeah, so I don't, did all of his yeah, singing. He can skateboard. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, they did have like a stuntman for like the more complex stuff, but he could actually skateboard. One of the things I found when I was like browsing around the internets was the thing with the dog. 
And one of the first test audiences they did did not know it was a comedy. And they all, like, got really tense during that scene. And they were like, oh, God, is the dog going to be okay? Oh, no. <laughs> so I thought you might like that. <laughs> yeah, I was nervous about that, too, because I was like, oh, fuck. Is Einstein just going to get stuck in the past or something? Like, Yeah, like, the whole movie just kind of, like, veers off. It's like we thought it was going to be like starring Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd, but no, it's just about the dog. Uh, I want to <laughs> see a movie about a time-traveling dog. Oh, shit. Uh, isn't that just uh, Peabody and Sherman or whatever? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And also there was a Peabody uh, reference in the movie. Was Yeah, there? it was on a sign. I didn't catch it. Was it was on a sign somewhere. It said Peabody. Huh. Yeah. I forget exactly what scene it was or where it was, but it was there. <laughs> I remember because wow. I literally just watched it, <laughs> like, a couple hours ago. Uh, um, I have a great trivia fact for us shorties ew. that Michael J. Fox is only 5'4". Oh, yeah, half. I did know he was your... Listen, he's, he's a little boy. Listen, young Michael J. Fox could get it. I'm sorry. but he <laughs> Yeah, he he's extremely cute. Yeah, and yes. and also slightly older Michael J. Fox could also get it. Like, Spin City Michael J. Fox, he could get it, too. <laughs> <laughs> There were a lot of uh, 80s hunks yeah. that I, uh, I feel sad to not have lived at the same time period as like them. Like who? Well, I mean, like, Harrison Ford. Well, yeah. that's <laughs> And, like, Michael J. Fox and, um, God, who else? There's somebody else that recently I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> I can't remember right now. I mean, Ben Stiller could get it, but, like, Ben Stiller now could yeah, get ben it, Yeah, Ben Stiller now could get it, man. He, I feel like he could get it more <laughs> Which is now. The he could get it more now than in the past, weirdly Absolutely. Enough, you know? I don't know. Night at the Museum 3, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I have feelings. <laughs> I'm like, this is wrong. I feel the tingles. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. And I was sad that um, Jennifer, his girlfriend, wasn't in the movie more because she's yeah. she cute. She she is in the second movie more, but the thing is, it's a different actress. Uh, Elizabeth Sh- Elizabeth ah. Shue replaced her in the second one because uh, the original actress, her mother, got cancer. Oh, that's so really sad. So she dropped out of the movies, unfortunately. Aww. Um, and the thing is, like, um, at the time they were filming this, Michael J. Fox was also on a what was the uh, Family Ties? I think that was it. And they would not let him stop filming Family Ties to film this movie, so he did both. What? Like, he would film Family Ties and then go shoot this at night and on the weekends. Holy shit. He, yeah, they originally, originally like, was like, yeah, I can do this. And so they had a completely different actor in the role, and they shot scenes with that actor, but it was not working. So they're oh, like, no. listen, we gotta make this work. Michael J. Fox, please. You're the only one who can be Marty McFly. <laughs> You're our only hope. <laughs> So they managed. They sent the hologram yeah. to him and everything. Yeah, it only took them uh, nine weeks to film this, actually. Shit. So it, it it wasn't like he was doing it for a really long time, at least. And yeah, it's an iconic role that most people remember Marty McFly. Unless you grew up in the 80s, you don't know who Alex P. Keaton is, probably. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't even think I've seen reruns of Family yeah, Ties. Yeah, I've honestly. seen some reruns of Family Ties. And, like, do you know, like, the premise of Family Ties? Which is that no. Michael J. Fox's character is the sole Republican conservative in a family of liberals, which never happens. What? That never happens. What? It's always the other way around. Me and Bonner are actually, like, talking about this, like, a couple months ago, where it's like, you never, ever see 
a conservative so only one conservative in a family full of like liberals and like parents i can't even imagine a show like that in the 80s yeah it, that's so weird yeah i thought it was something like cheers no <laughs> i don't remember the show that much i've just i've seen a few episodes of it and it was like fine from what i'm like whatever yeah. it's okay <laughs> Yeah, most of the shows from back then, I mean, even, um, there's plenty of shows now that are just, they won't hold up. So when people are like, oh, God, you haven't seen that? I'm so old. I'm like, yeah, but it wasn't like a good show. So who cares? <laughs> like, I'm not going to go back in time and be like, Growing Pains. Yeah, that was a great show. I loved Growing Pains. Uh, <laughs> hey, nephew, you've not seen Growing Pains, you dumb baby. <laughs> like, who cares? <laughs> I'm picturing you saying this like a literal baby. <laughs> It's like you stupid baby haven't seen growing pains it's like cuckoo that is the way that i talk to children so (laughs) So, all right um my favorite trivia fact that i've found so far is um the johnny depp oh yeah yeah the the quote attributed to this is that bob gale said i looked through the notes and i said geez i don't even remember that we read johnny depp so whatever he did it wasn't all that memorable i guess Uh -uh bitch fucker (laughs) okay so um i have a couple more trivia things um trivia things trivia factamundos um (laughs) uh there's a deleted scene where marty sees his mom cheating on a test yeah so that's more that he finds out about her where she's just like it 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 makes sense for that to be a deleted scene like we get it She's a fucking liar. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's a hypocrite. She's naughty. We get it. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> like all of our parents, I'm sure. All of our parents probably oh. did way worse stuff than we did. Oh no, I know that my parents have. This, this is actually what I wanted to talk about. All right, so let's say you also time traveled. Do you think you would have been friends with your parents? That's actually the question that. No. <laughs> That's the that no, question that not. sparked this movie for the writer, which he was like looking through like some old uh, yearbooks, and, like would I have been friends with my parents? I absolutely not. <laughs> why don't? Why wouldn't you have been? Because I mean, me as me now, uh, I would have been way too outspoken for my mom. I mean, my mom was kind of a badass, but also like she was really shy and reserved at times. I think and like had some weird notions about the way uh the world works and gender roles work and stuff like that um that sucks i just i think that i would have thought that she was a square (laughs) and what about your dad too i I mean i don't know that much about his teen years but i know that he liked working on cars and like moved out of his parents house when he was 16 so oh wow why Probably not either. Uh, unless that's Because his dad was an asshole. Yeah. I just realized how personal <laughs> question that was for a podcast. <laughs> well, my grandpa is dead, so I mean, it's not like anything that people don't know, and he's not around to be offended by it anymore. So, nope. but yeah, he was not so nice to my dad and my uncle for quite a while. So my dad was like, bye. <laughs> well, go for your dad then. As soon- <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, like, made amends later on oh, that's in life, good. so that's good. whatever, but. Uh, 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 anyway, um, so <laughs> I think I think I would have been friends with my mom because we're extremely similar, and I feel like if we had traveled in the same circles, we would have been friends. I don't, 
the thing is i would have only known my dad because he was dating my mom because they started dating in high school as well but he was no longer in high school uh but he was that age that's uh but he had dropped out he had dropped out and but my dad like individually on his own i would absolutely have not been friends with (laughs) he was he was from the wrong side of the tracks um (laughs) he hung out with like bad kids and like they they did crimes nothing serious but you know just you know stupid teenage boy stuff and like taking cars on joyrides and that sort of thing and like i was i was i I was a good kid i didn't hang out with people Mm -hmm. like that so individually i would not have been friends with my dad and if i had been friends with my mom when she started dating my dad it would have been like what are you doing (laughs) yeah i think the main reason why i probably wouldn't have been friends with my mom back then is because i would have hated all of her other friends because just (laughs) from just from the ones i've met as adults and from the ones that she's told me about i'm like they all sounded like awful people and i'm sorry that you didn't have better friends so maybe i would have been friends with her because then i would have been a good friend yeah you're her (laughs) one good friend yeah i don't i don't know uh i don't know too much about the friends my mom had i mean she's told me like a few stories about them they all seem like fine so i don't think i would have had a problem with any of them okay so we went to um dating the podcast we went to a new year's eve party last night with like my friends that i still have down here that are from high school pretty much and we found our senior yearbook and we were going through it for like way too long and i was just like oh my god so much of this i have repressed it it's just gone from my memory looking at this makes me feel like i'm gonna break out in hives (laughs) (laughs) I don't, uh, the thing is, I actually don't, I mean, I think my yearbooks from when I was a kid are around somewhere. I don't know where they are, but they must be somewhere. But I don't have any from high school because they're all, like, too fucking expensive. And also, they're so and also, I was like, I hate all of these people, so why would I buy a book with all their faces in it? And I did get, I did get one my senior year, but that was the year I moved to Seattle. So, again, it was like, Mm -hmm. and the Oh, the thing that pissed me off about that yearbook, actually. All right, so I was in the drama club, and I and I was in the plays, and like there were a bunch of us that were in the plays. We were supposed to have our own page in the yearbook with photos of us. I I took a bunch of photos because like at the time I was like taking photos every day. If you remember this, Pixfan Friday. I do remember yeah. that. Yeah. So I was like really proud of all these photos I had taken, and then we get to I get to the page. It's not us. It's the fucking drama class who did their own what? they did their own separate play that was like part it was like a three it was like three one act plays that we did like we did uh. two one acts and they did a one act and it was just them it was just them on the page i was so pissed i was like this is like the one of the main reasons i fucking bought a yearbook this time because my own photos mm. were going to be in it and now they're not there i was so mad <laughs> that's really fucking annoying yeah I I only have my high school senior yearbook because I figured that was the year that I like I, I don't know. I didn't That was the year that I cared the most about probably that I was like the least depressed during. <laughs> <laughs> so I I bought that one and I have all my middle school ones. I have all my elementary school ones somewhere too and they actually left me out of the my 5th grade yearbook. Like I'm in Masters. other pictures because I I was in um I was in the Nutcracker. I was Clara in the Nutcracker, and I was in choir and stuff like that. But I had missed 
the first picture day because I was sick because I was always sick and I did the makeup picture day so it was one of the ones where it was like it should have gone in the yearbook and they left me out and the thing was was it was fifth grade this was my last year there I'd gone to that school my entire time as a child and the people in charge of the yearbook knew me so they should have known that I wasn't there they should have been like wait where's Lita you would think (laughs) because like yeah, they, they knew me. Like, I did I did storytelling and, like, art and stuff. And, like, I was involved in a bunch of stuff even in elementary school. So I, like, knew those teachers. They knew yeah. me my name. They still know me. I've seen a couple of the people from back in the day, like, now. And they still are like, oh, we remember your mom. We remember you once yeah, they, but, like, get past my red hair. Yeah, but you did <laughs> fucking remember to put me in the fucking yearbook, you fucks. <laughs> Yeah. People, there's so many yeah. thoughtless idiots in this world. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it was a thoughtless idiot type situation no, no, in that case. No, that's what. But no, it's true. You know, I'm, like, obviously it wasn't, like, malicious. But, like, I'm just saying, like, people just, like, they didn't think to remember that maybe you should have been in the yearbook and didn't notice that you mm-hmm. weren't in it. I have the opposite story for, <laughs> again, for senior year. Uh, like, like I said, I moved across the country my senior year of high school. And, like, I ta- I didn't, when they were taking senior pictures, I didn't know I was moving. And so I just, like, took the senior picture. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then I was like, okay, I guess I'm not going to be using this for my new school because I don't know where I'm supposed to get it. And I was preoccupied with the fact that I was moving across the country. And so, yeah. like, they, they had a, pic- a separate picture day at the new school, thank God. And I actually looked really cute that day just randomly and um (laughs) but then end of the year I get a text from one of my friends from my old high school and she's like Jackie you're in our yearbook and I was like (laughs) wait what she's like yeah you're in here (laughs) like your picture I feel like that happened a lot I feel like that happened a lot I remember seeing people in our yearbooks that like everyone was like wait who's this person or like this person moved the (laughs) second day of school you know (laughs) yeah it's it was very funny and I was glad I was in it because I was there in spirit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and you'd gone to that school for three years yeah. beforehand, right? Yeah, I had. So I sh- yeah. I, by all accounts, I should have been in it regardless of the fact that I was not there the last year. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Shit happens. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's just like you think back on it sometimes when you're like laying in bed at night and you're just like, Ah, oh, fuck it. Yeah. That's, like, come you on. Ch- <laughs> uh, you, we can't change the past. <laughs> <laughs> we can't travel back in we time. We don't have a DeLorean. A fucking shitty car. We don't have a flux capacitor. <laughs> I don't even know if my car can go 88 miles per hour, so. <laughs> I don't think DeLoreans can go 88 miles per hour either, so. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> They just like fall apart. Yeah, they chose that because it would it's look because the way the doors open and the way the car just yes. looks, it would it could be mistaken for a spaceship by people from the fifties. Mm-hmm. A normal car from that time, it'd just be like that's a weird looking car, I guess, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> I was confused at first with the farm thing. I was like, how far back in time did he go? Yeah. Like they don't no, know the fucking car. No, they is. mentioned at the beginning <laughs> of the movie that all this used to be farmland. Oh, yeah, I guess you missed that part. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, they they probably should have emphasized it a bit more, I think, because it was just like one line said by someone. I was probably just not paying close enough attention probably, to that part. You probably weren't Lita. God. <laughs> <laughs>
speaking of that, a trivia fact is um, that in 1979, the safety laws for traffic was that um, speedometers and cars had to top out at 85 miles per hour to travel at safer speeds. Um, so DeLoreans actually were supposed to top out at 85. Mm some <clears throat> illegal yeah or 80 i guess maybe <laughs> the other thing too was the line uh make like a tree and get out of here <laughs> that was improvised actually by the actor i love and that and so was him calling marty butthead apparently <laughs> <laughs> that's like my kind of insult yeah. like i just get so mad that i literally can't even say like fuck or anything i'm just like you're butthead you dumb dumb see it was like it was so funny i'm like you're a grown-ass man biff what are you doing calling someone a yeah butthead? it, ma- it yeah. makes more sense when he's a teenager but again there's that whole like uh setup and payoff and callbacks and all that stuff that this movie does extremely well yes um I don't really have anything to add to that except yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you have to you have I'm to like, give me a dissertation, Lita, on the word <laughs> butthead and its many uses. <laughs> well, if I was like more uh quick witted, I could come up with some sort of uh funny thing about that. A funny thing also known as a joke. <laughs> me and Chris were trying to figure out how to uh call each other butthead and asshole in different languages last night uh, cool actually the night before but yeah what are some of them uh i don't remember <laughs> good job i think i <laughs> i think i'd come up with a like culo di cabeza but <laughs> i'm sure that's wrong <laughs> i wouldn't know so <laughs> i'm sure we'll get a lot of angry comments it'll be the first time we yeah. get a comment on the podcast and be like, She's like you fucking wrong. butchered it yeah and i think it's also culo in uh italian so it'd be like culo de testa (laughs) (laughs) wait i knew a family with the last name testa back in the day testa really that's just head so their (laughs) name (laughs) oh yeah because uh chuck testa is a thing that was a meme at some point because i I think it's i think it means head in all cases because if you have a headache you'd say mal de testa Uh. um so i think that's also the literal because sometimes you know how there's like idioms where it's not actually the word yeah, yeah. that it usually is um but i think that one is the, the right one. Uh, oh, i also wrote down you space bastard which i feel like is a great insult <laughs> <laughs> i feel like if i wrote fan fiction still and i wrote a star wars fanfic i would have someone space call bastard. kyle ron you space bastard <laughs> oh that's another one coolo Somebody called him Kulo Ron on Oh No They Didn't, and I was like, fuck yes, Asron. <laughs> Asron of the Knights of Ass. <laughs> See, the, the thing I love about this is, like, the nickname just keep evolving more and more until it doesn't sound anything like the original name. It's going to be, like, he's going to evolve into Benedict Cumberbatch, yeah. and they'll actually just call him Benedict Cumberbatch instead of the yeah. real name. No, the thing my mom said, too, <laughs> that, that Adam Driver has a Benedict Cumberbatch vibe about him. He does, because it's like, is he cute? Is he ugly? I mean, I don't like Benedict Cumberbatch, but, like, the thing- I feel like there's a lot of people that have the same, like, oh, my God, he's so hot, and you're looking at them, and you're like, where? See, the, th- <laughs> see, the thing about Benedict Cumberbatch is sometimes I do get it. There are some photos of him 
I'm like, oh, that's a good looking man. And he has that voice, to be fair. It's mm-hmm. a very nice voice. And other times I'm like, no, everyone's crazy. So <laughs> I, when we saw Thor, the new one, um, I haven't really watched Sherlock or Star Trek 2 or any of the other movies that he's been in, Doctor Strange. Yeah. Code, the code one where he's doing something the code in the one <laughs> you mean <laughs> the code one <laughs> i think kira knightley yeah might yeah be no i know or... what I'm it's a, a uh the imitation game yes yeah. uh yeah i hadn't seen anything so like when i saw him in thor i was like oh i, could, I mean like i, I guess i, I could yeah, there's some t- i could understand in certain lights and again again it's it is one of those things where it's like are they good looking or are they weird looking i don't know because <laughs> sometimes yeah. i'm like uh, maybe adam driver and i'm like no never mind <laughs> like, mm-hmm. well and then like also the raylo thing like i am not a supporter of that <laughs> ship disclaimer at all. disclaimer <laughs> at all but also there were parts in The Last Jedi, which I don't think discredits the movie because I'm one of the people that liked the movie. Yeah. But there were some parts of it where I was like, oh, <laughs> damn. Yeah, I, I feel like, like, I, oh, ah, sorry. I just like, <laughs> no, thing is, I, my, you just like chucked your microphone at the ground and then raged like, no, Lita, no. Yeah, my, I slipped. I knocked into my microphone and then my laptop started sliding off my lap. <laughs> For full disclosure, everyone, when we started we started this podcast and I, I got a paper cut immediately, so that kind of like <laughs> tells you everything you need to know about me. Um Uh I forget what I was gonna say. No oh no, I remember. I I do feel like that was intentional. But like yes. also no. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like there's a lot of people that are deluding themselves being like, oh, they're going to kiss in the next one. They're going to get together no, at the end and they're going to have babies. That, and I'm that, like, literally the end of the movie, she's like, our force bridge is disconnected. I'm closing the door to you, you bitch. Yeah. And then it's like, Listen, he's like, wait. Kyle's <laughs> redemption arc is not happening. The door, the is, door closed. is closed on that. It's that's we're done with we, it. No, it, it, if you still think it could happen now, you're you don't know how to watch movies. <laughs> Or if it does happen, I it won't feel earned. It won't feel earned. It won't. Yeah. He had his chance. He had his chance. He and did. he was like, nope. Several of them. He had many chances. So many. And this is the thing too. It, it we shouldn't talk about Star Wars during the podcast about Back in the Future. <laughs> we could have a whole podcast. We on could it. we could do a, like a one off about the last Jedi. <laughs> we should. We should. Uh, or like just the the new trilogy in general, because I just watched The Force yeah. Awakens again and I was like so, like, the first time I watched it, I was like, I love it. And then the yeah. second time I watched it, I was like, meh. And then the third time I watched it, I was like, eh. And then I just watched it now, and I was like, yes. Okay. We can do we can <laughs> do a special episode. Uh, yeah, a very special after-school episode of uh, Why Haven't You Watched yes. That. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about, and I think we should maybe just touch on it, because I don't really have a lot of intelligent um, research to back it up, but the whole thing of... Uh, Marty shredding on the guitar and oh, the yes. guy from the jazz yeah, band. We didn't discuss that. All right. Yeah. Like, again, there's, like, several instances of the movie of, like, Marty influencing people based on knowledge he has from the future for them to do those things. And one is Doc, who he tells him what the flux capacitor is. 
And then yeah. there's the guy who becomes the mayor, and then there's the Johnny B. Good thing. Now, the thing about all of this is, is, like, Marty saying these things or doing these things ultimately is just another way for that stuff to have happened, because that stuff happened anyway. Doc still invented the time machine. That dude still became mayor even before Marty created this alternate timeline. And Johnny B. Good was still a song before Marty created the alternate timeline. But it was yeah. messed up for a white man to basically s- steal the song from a black artist and have it be a black artist stealing it from a white man instead. Because th- yeah, that's what, like, that, oh, in this, this timeline, that's what he did like chuck chuck Mm -hmm. berry would have stolen the entire song from someone else and unless it was a situation where he just heard the one guitar riff and he was like oh shit and then he wrote the whole rest of the song on his own it just happened to be exactly the same but like Mm -hmm. everyone at that dance is gonna be like hey (laughs) this dude just totally stole that guy's song (laughs) yeah i feel like this kind of thing happens in time travel movies like weirdly a lot and also movies where characters are in significant historical events where like obviously that character wasn't there like Forrest Gump I feel like there's a lot of times when the white character basically steals a creation or an invention or an idea from a black person or like influences them and it's 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 sending such a fucking horrible message it's like it's like (laughs) It's fantasy wish fulfillment, and I get it on that sort of level where you're kind of like, oh man, what if I had come up with this brilliant idea, you know, or like it was able yeah. to influence history in this sort of way, but like, it, it definitely ties into the whole thing of like white people just appropriating blackness, because yes. we suck. <laughs> white people, <laughs> we just like to ruin everything. <laughs> we like to ruin yeah. like slang from the black community, and we like to ruin black culture by taking it from them, like... And it's just, it just kind of is a symptom of that sort of thing where, yeah, yeah, it's like black people are so cool. We want to be just like them. And then like, it's like, but then we don't want to have black people as people around (laughs) some. (laughs) Yeah. Like they, we, um, we sanction our schools and our suburbs and, are areas of cities so that white people are contained in their little unit and the all of the other people are are not there but then we pride ourselves on being like well i live in new york city and everything is very uh diverse here it's like okay janet it's like your little section of fifth avenue isn't (laughs) (laughs) and also just like closing yourself off in your in those white bubbles and then taking black culture and claiming it as your own and just just, you know, being, you know, just white people being white people. <laughs> being imperialistic Basically. in every sense of the word. <laughs> Basically, just thinking that, like, this is mine now and I'm going to do with it what I will. Yeah. Um, I saw something a couple days ago that was saying that Sister Rosetta Thorpe is finally going to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I think posthumously. Um, and it mentioned that there's you know obviously dozens and dozens but maybe hundreds of people that have been inducted uh before her that were influenced directly by her or indirectly by her um yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah um 
and then it's also messed up when you think about the fact that um rhythm and blues and rock and all of that came from black people basically and now it's a genre that's extremely dominated by white oh, people yeah, definitely. and it's one of those things where like like when women are in music it seems like they get pushed into pop music yeah. or folk music or this genre or that genre or they're female fronted and then when black people are in music it's like they get pushed into pop or hip-hop or r&b and it's like people can make whatever kind of music they want just because they look a certain way doesn't mean they're a certain genre yeah, of course not you know uh, and it's like they don't have as much success if they don't go into that box of that genre that's expected from them. Yeah. I mean, there are, like, a few exceptions, but, like, for the most part, that is completely correct. And it's yeah. it's disheartening. It's disheartening, especially because, like, there was a trend for a little while in, like, the 80s of, like, all-girl rock bands. And then that just kind of, like, stopped. <laughs> and... It sucks because all girl rock groups are kick ass, all the ones I've ever heard yeah. anyway. And I don't. It sucks that like the industry and the society that we live in just kind of like doesn't take it seriously. Yeah. It it like what I don't because the thing is people <laughs> like the thing is sexism, racism, all that stuff. It's all just based on stupidity. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like. And, and tolerance and ignorance, like, unwillingness to accept new things. Yeah. Like, what, why would what genitalia you happen to have have anything to do with how well you can play a musical instrument? Like, do you play the guitar with your penis? No. So, <laughs> <laughs> that well, would be you know, interesting. It would be very interesting, and I'd like to see <laughs> that, but I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> there is that woman that can play a flute with her vagina, so, well. you know. <laughs> That's because women are magical. Uh, that's true. I, you know, men just have those big man hands that <laughs> guitars are just so much easier for them to put their fingers on the frets because, you know, like, why make a guitar uh, smaller, smaller so to, that... To, to, for my tiny child hands to use. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I I've, tried learning I've how tried to play to the learn... guitar. I couldn't reach a lot of the notes because, to be fair, I have abnormally small hands. So... <laughs> <laughs> I actually have, like, fairly big hands, I think, for, like, a person of my size. Um, like, I have, like, I have my father's hands. <laughs> but they're still smaller than, like, like Chris's or something yeah. like that. And, like, the average dude. And my joints are weird, so my joints get locked up a lot and they bend the wrong way. So when I'm trying to like do the bar of an F chord or yeah, something that like was... that, my my joints are just like nope. I specifically <laughs> remember that was the one I couldn't reach. Like my friend, my yeah. friend Astrid, she was learning guitar and she was like, "Can I teach you how to play so I can learn it better myself?" And I was like, "Sure." And then I couldn't reach it. I'm like, "I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do it." Yeah. <laughs> and it's really frustrating too because like there are stretches that you can do to help your fingers get used to it and practicing more helps you get used to it but if you just like if you're just starting out just, and you're like me who gives up immediately <laughs> yeah, me too <laughs> yeah oh well uh it makes it very hard and uh, again people not being able to accept new things even though marty was kind of an asshole in this scene uh 
the fact that when he auditions they're just like oh it's just too loud even though he's really good and then when he starts playing the heavy metal riff as netflix subtitled it (laughs) and uh they're like what the hell you know even though it sounds really good it's well it's sad (laughs) do you mean in the 50s when he does that in both in both times the thing is in the 50s that would just sound like noise to them that's the whole thing so I get but that part, so but the audition I mean, makes no sense because, like, you look behind him, there's, like, a bunch of people with, like, heavy metal outfits. Like, what the hell are they? Yeah. I'm like, that's what... And it's 87. It's, yeah, it's, like, ni- 1985, actually. Oh, Lita. is it? Okay. Jeez. Sorry. <laughs> attention. Still, 85, that's, like, I mean, hair metal, at least, was starting yeah. to kick yeah, up. Yeah, there's, like, a whole bunch of people dressed that way in the background. It's, like, are they also all going to be told your music is too loud? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. But, uh, yeah, that whole thing of him being like, ah, oh, never mind. Ah, forget it. I, and my girlfriend was like, you got, like, one rejection, dude. And I'm like, yeah, relatable. Yeah. Relatable, Marty. I relate. <laughs> and then his dad, who was like, oh, I don't want anyone to see what I write because they might tell me it's bad. I'm like, oh, my fucking God, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally yeah, me. It, it, that, that specific thing isn't me. But, uh, no, it, it's, yeah, I, we're the same in that, like, it's hard to, like, like, again, this movie, like, does it well, but, like, the whole thing with, like, the lines, like, if you set your mind to it, you can accomplish anything, also kind of can not be realistic, but it's mm-hmm. at least better than don't bother, <laughs> you know, which is, like, like, your par- parents influence their children in ways, like, they don't even realize either, I feel like. It's like, true, you, you yeah. wind up pushing your own, like, neuroses and own hang-ups onto your kids because they grow up to, with you and see you as, like, a role model on how to behave and how to, like, see yeah. the world and how to think. And it that's one of the many reasons I wouldn't want to be a parent because I'm like, I will fuck this kid up. <laughs> I don't want a <laughs> Me miniature too. version of myself running around. Are you kidding? <laughs> Yikes. Like, you should have to go through extensive therapy and, like, deal with the rest of your childhood trauma before you have a kid so that you don't, like, pass it on to them. <laughs> your thing is you're going to pass it on to them no matter what, I feel like. Yeah, it's it's not a, it's it's unavoidable. It's generations of trauma passed down. Yeah. I, I was curious about... Uh, metal because i actually wasn't sure like when the genre kind of kicked up and 1985 was well into that movement metallica black sabbath acdc deep purple steppenwolf slayer quiet riot that was like they were all that was like kicking around that was probably around the peak of metal to be honest like the the mid 80s like my parents my parents were huge metal heads and so they they, they would have been (laughs) yeah because your name is lita so yeah (laughs) they named you (laughs) which is very cool and my sister's name is layla so she's i mean eric clapton's not metal but it's it's still i don't music it's still rock yeah Yeah. i was named after uh, one of the actresses for charlie's angels (laughs) i was supposed to be named stephanie actually from after the character from full house I could not see you. No, as a I would. I feel like I would be a totally all. different person if I was named Stephanie. I'd be like a f- all yeah. Stephanies I've ever met have been fucking bitches. I'm sorry. <laughs> Except, all right, there's one Stephanie I know who's not a bitch, but other than that, all the other ones have all been fucking bitches. So. I have not met many. I don't think. Uh, so I couldn't tell you what my feelings are. <laughs> But yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad I was named after Charlie's Angel and not 
a character from Full House. <laughs> I'm very <Yeah>. happy. Because <laughs> my mom yeah. had, like, a thing where it was like, oh, if she's born on this day, I'll name her this. If she's born on this day, I'll name her that. And it was supposed to be Stephanie oh. Day. But she was like, nah, <laughs> nah. And I'm like, good call, mom. Good call. That's good. <laughs> One of the ones my parents thought about naming me was Rhiannon, like the Fleetwood Mac song. Oh. See that? So I thought, I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's cool. a cool like, name. She's a witch. Yeah. <laughs> that could work, too. I would have been cool with that. Chris is like, oh, I would have, that would be horrible. It makes me think of diarrhea. And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, <sighs> I don't see it. But. Final thoughts for me. I liked it. It was a good movie. And now I know a lot of references more than just people saying the flux capacitor (laughs) (laughs) just people randomly coming up to you and just saying the flux capacitor and then walking away (laughs) happens all the time (laughs) yeah it's really weird it's like honestly kind of disturbing sometimes like people will just come up and like scream it to me on the street and i'm just like what (laughs) (laughs) and now you know (laughs) just trying to walk my dog people are like the flux capacitor and i'm like stop just let me live my life uh (laughs) It was filmed a lot uh, better than I thought it would be. It was like a, a better made movie than yeah. I thought it would be. It was, um, yeah, especially for only like they shot it only in nine weeks. Pretty impressive, I would say. Yeah, that's a that's a very short period of time to make any yeah. movie. Yeah, and like. there weren't many uh, visual effects either. Yeah, and which is surprising since it is a sci-fi yeah. movie, basically. But it is very focused on like the interpersonal relationships uh more so than yeah which is because it's like the point of the story as opposed to like how many miles per hour does the car have to like go before the the, i don't know just some fucking science bullshit which they do say but it's not the point of the story which i feel like is the distinction i feel like that's what people take away from this movie a lot though like what's what's made it into the zeitgeist rather than it being like a story about families and you know what are the consequences of our actions <laughs> yeah it's all that stuff kind of like put together and i feel like tying it back into the beginning another cold open what a lot of these fucking nerds fail to realize <laughs> is that the reason they even like the story in the first place is not because of i mean maybe it is if they if, if it is the reason that they like the, the story then they're absolutely in the minority on it which is that that yeah. the all those details aren't what makes it good and what makes it like a good story it's like the characters and the plot and yeah. like do you give a shit about any of these people and i feel like the best science fiction and fantasy is always going to be having good characters and reflecting things about humanity and life as we yeah. know it now which which um, to, star trek does do so yeah star trek does have good characters and like definitely gets into a lot about humanity and oh i would definitely not ever knock star yeah, trek just yeah, in no, general it's just nothing that i've gotten into before but like that was groundbreaking it was absolutely in so many different ways so that's even, like respect on even that. if it is i feel like one of the fandoms where you do find a lot more of those people who get like very specific about the technology and like very obsessive yeah. over it although um i think to be fair i think some star wars fans are a little bit more rabid than star trek fans honestly because a lot of people that i know that are into star trek are very like very very chill yeah it's 
it's it's weird <laughs> yeah nerd culture is weird fandom and nerd culture is very yeah. weird that's a discussion yeah. for another day yeah. we could do multiple special episodes <laughs> yeah there's there's been a lot of discussion about that lately especially mm. because of star wars coming out yeah <laughs> Alright, so my final thoughts on Back to the Future. It's one of those movies that, like, I just, apparently, it's like, again, like, sometimes you just know things. Like, I feel like I've just Mm -hmm. always have seen this movie. Like, I was born having seen this movie. I don't even remember when I saw it. I just, I've just always, I've just always known that I've seen this movie. And I feel like for a long time it was just, like, me kind of, like, piecing scenes together from when it was, like, randomly on TV. And I did eventually, like, watch the whole thing on my own. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's not one of my favorite, favorite movies. But it certainly isn't, like, I would say, like, the top 50. It's a great film. The story's solid. The characters are great. It's just a really, really, really good movie. Everything's done extremely well. The time travel's good. There's good jokes. Uh, yeah. Characters are good. And it's in, it's just fun. It's just a fun movie. Yeah, I would say the same, um, less the typical 80s, uh... Garbage. (laughs) The racism, sexism, dealio that we get in so much media. And I just, I always feel bad because I, like, have to point that out in everything. Like, I can't not see it now. I know, it just, sometimes I wish I could turn my my brain off. But I can't. I just can't do it. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like it's good because, like, you shouldn't ignore those things. But it shouldn't... Unless it's, like, really, really bad, you can kind of, like, acknowledge the fact that there are shitty things in these movies. But also appreciate the things that are good about them as well and still enjoy it overall in the whole. Yeah. But it's good to recognize when shitty things are going down. (laughs) Yeah. Call it out. Critical lens and all that jazz. (laughs) All right. So I think that's all we have to say on this. Um, I don't actually know what we're doing next, but I will probably, the next time we'll be talking, I will probably be in Seattle living there. (laughs) So that's terrifying. (laughs) That's happening. So, um, yeah. And by the time this is posted, I'll definitely be there as long as I'm not like homeless and dead. Oh yeah. Hopefully that doesn't happen. (laughs) Yeah. Prayer circle. So Mm -hmm. you'll be, you'll be, you'll be good. (laughs) All right. So that's been back to the future on why haven't you watched that? And we are signing off. Yeah.